Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, hey y'all. Hey, friends. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a part of it or not. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You are. So as you can hear, we have a guest today. Um, we have Justin Montgomery Esquire. I'll always like to say Esquire. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about maybe a sensitive subject, especially to women. So we're going to talk to Justin about abortions since there has been, it's been a hot topic the past few weeks. But before we get into that, we're going to get into this wine of the week that uh, Justin suggested. <laughs> so uh, let's let Constance lead this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So Justin suggested um, Duplin wine called Easy. Um, and if, for those of you that are from the South, if you hear Duplin, automatically you think sweet. Because that's what they're known for. They're known for good, sweet wines that you can get down with anytime, anywhere. Now, um, me and Duplin are really not friends anymore. <laughs> we used to be friends. But I just, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's Muscadine itself that I've never been like a big, huge fan of. Unless it's like somebody's granddaddy <laughs> doing it himself and it's strong as shit. I can do that. I don't. I don't think she's for me because y'all know I ain't crazy about super sweet wines. Mm-hmm. It tastes good, just it's just a little too sweet for me. A little too sweet. What would y'all rate it? I give it Ooh. a five. A ten? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. I'm a ten, right, Mommy? Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> yes. There you go. A ten. Yes. A five. A five out of ten. I just. I, I, y'all. I'm not. I'm not gonna go pick this up. I mean, unless somebody asked me to. Sorry. It'll grow on you. I can't do it. Like, I just, <laughs> it's going to have to. It's going to damn have to. Uh, I like sweet, so this is, uh, I'll give it an eight and a half out of ten. Oh. And I'm only saying eight and a half because <laughs> my crazy self didn't chill it, so I can't give it a full ten just yet. Oh, there you go. Okay, well, I was thinking more of like a six, six and a half for me. Um, Just because it is sweet. And uh, <clears throat> um, so I just gave it a six, maybe a six and a half, just because it is sweet. So, the wine, everybody safe with a 10, though. Huh? <laughs> everybody safe with the wine being a 10. <laughs> no. Uh, no. 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 Be, I feel like you just used your lawyering skills. I don't know if I said that right. Lawyering skills <laughs> just now. Um, no. <laughs> okay. Well, me and Monique said it's a team. On ice, it's a team. Yes. On ice. <laughs> On ice. <laughs> In a chill glass. Yeah. Okay. All right. All righty. Okay. Um, All right. So now that we got the wine of the week out of the way, let's move on to the topic of why we're all here today abortions, thoughts, 
who has oh well Constance I know outside of Justin I know Constance has a heavy heart a real heavy heart so can you go ahead and go ahead and start girl listen here I could not fucking believe when I even heard that the shit was about to be overturned like that why would like when they were talking about it I was like why the why the fuck is this a a topic of discussion ain't y'all got nothing better to do Ain't there other shit that you need to be out here changing and like trying to make people's lives more positive? Why the fuck are we even talking about this? Um, I was very, very fucking perturbed. And that's when I got this thought. I was like, oh, hell yeah, we got to talk to somebody about this because something just told me this shit is going to get overturned. And it's about to be a whole bunch of motherfucking nonsense. <laughs> and here the fuck we are. Here we are with please, this. please, please. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you gotta bleep all that shit out, cause I'm I'm be cussing to on today. I just I just don't understand why the fuck this was even in talks. I just feel like there were many other things mm-hmm. they could have been talking about, you know, like gun control mm-hmm. or policing act. I don't know. Actually, having a real education system, yeah, right? Yep. Like there are many other topics that could have been on on the on the table. For people to discuss and figure out some positive uh, course of action, and here we are worrying about women's reproductive rights. I can't, simply cannot. So I, I was wondering if you know why. Why was this even brought back up? Like, how how does how I mean this just start? It's that's the thing with abortion. Since that abortion got overruled and um, Roe v. Wade, that was always something they were pushing for. Like, it's never been off the table. They just never had enough authority with the Supreme Court to overrule it. Like, they were always challenging it. That's why even dating back before this, a lot of states were putting in those trigger bans. Like, South Carolina's on that fetal heartbeat uh, bill. That was, like, three, four years ago. Might even be five. Like, a lot of them were already just, like... We're going to get on attack mode and we're going to keep coming at this, coming at it, coming at it. Like, they never put it to the side. They just were waiting for the right time to be able to get enough justice in that slot so they can overrule it at that point. So, yeah. Mm. Damn. That's shameful. I, I I didn't, I honestly didn't realize, like, that they were so, I mean, of course, they. I would think in the judicial system, they should be above politics, but it's so damn political exactly. to be a Supreme Court judge. Like, I did not think they were above yeah, that. Yeah, they really supposed didn't. to be, technically, but then when you bring in the thing, like, even on a local level, when you got the Senate has to appoint these people, the Judiciary Committee, these people are, like, these are people who are appointing you. So, yeah, you probably need to align with their views or you'll right. get a no, just like with Justice Jackson, who recently got appointed. I mean... Lindsey Graham, them who outright said, yeah, I never said no to a Supreme Court justice before, but I'm going to say no to you at that point. It's wow. like, come on now. Like, this is clearly politics yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's all it is. it is. I mean, but now it's that I scary. think of it, like, um, abortion, pro-choice or pro-life has always been a topic of discussion. So, like, that's one of the mm-hmm. main things they talk about when somebody is trying to oh, run yeah. for whatever seat they're running for. They ask mm-hmm. them, are you pro-choice or pro-life? Yeah. Um, did you all get a chance to glance at the case, kind of like with it? Mm-mm. No. Like, shoot, they gave like us two hundred and fifteen pages, yes. so I don't think nobody wanted to glance. I, <laughs> I don't think nobody. I did my glance. own. 
Right. No, like I, I glanced at the Wikipedia. I glanced at the Google search. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Right. Yeah, one thing that I people while reading that case, it was more so their reasoning. So basically we got the constitution. We got like straight up rights. They'd be like, you can't violate these. But then, you know, like Mm-hmm. The founding fathers couldn't predict it all, so they got a clause in place, which is normally we go with the uh, 14th Amendment at that point. It's just it brings in rights that they didn't think of. It's implied rights you could think of at that point. That goes to right to privacy, which includes contraceptives, um, uh, of people, same sex, who's having sex with each other. And in the Roe case, they use that. That's primarily how abortions became legalized at that point. Um the Supreme Court in this case went overruling it. They evaluated abortion from a standpoint of let's see, was it deeply rooted in our society? Because if not, if it's not in the Constitution, then they're saying, well, it has to be deeply rooted in our society for us to afford constitutional protections. In that case, they started citing largely that prior to abortion becoming um, uh, uh, legal at that point, they were citing cases saying abortion. Uh, it was a crime places. It was a civil penalty for getting an abortion performed at that point. But one thing I noticed that was odd, a lot of, because um, this case largely involves, well, not even largely, it uh, involves women and their right to do whatever they want with their body. Mm-hmm. A lot of the laws they were citing were before women even had the right to vote. So it was odd to me in that point where they were saying, basically, because in the case they said, hey, we're going to leave it up to the legislator. And if the people want to vote and legalize abortion, they can go ahead and do that. That includes women. But their rationale for citing while abortion was a deep root in society, they were citing a bunch of laws made by men telling women what to do with their body. And it was like, well, basically, since these men made these laws saying y'all can't do it with y'all body, then y'all don't have any right at that point. And I just find that so confusing because, like I said, women didn't have a right to vote to even have a say. I could have seen if women had a right to vote at that point and then voted and said, no, we're fine with it. Right. Abortion is bad. Like, it's, uh, just leave it there. But they yeah. didn't. And that was largely what they relied on at that point. Um, laws that was before women could even vote. They said that since those laws outlined abortion, then it's not historically rooted in our society. And they just went ahead and just... Um, uh, tossed it on out at that point what got concerning for me was the chief, uh, the justice who wrote the majority opinion he said in there he was like wait 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 because he realized he was causing a slippery slope he was like wait 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 this is strictly about abortion but the way the supreme court works is even though he said that we only can abide by the laws that they expressly say is like this is the issue at that point any other thing they didn't especially say a yes or a no to at that point, it's just a gray area and you can argue it. He just basically said, he left a gray area. He said, well, this is about abortion. I won't discuss same-sex marriage, the right to contraceptives, or same-sex couples having sex. Mm-hmm. Justice Thomas, Clarence Thomas, he came inside his complaint. <laughs> let's, let's call yes. him as he is. Man, what's so crazy <laughs> about this man is... He's the justice. They say he rarely speaks. He rarely, like, he'll join in, but this man is rarely writing an opinion. The biggest things that stood out to me about Clarence Thomas is he wrote a concurrent opinion on this, and he wrote a concurrent opinion on the affirmative action case. Remember when they had the thing like by Abby, the girl who was trying to get into UT, and she was saying black kids got in, and I was more better than them, so mm-hmm. he challenged affirmative action. Mm-hmm. This man, he never says nothing, ever. 
he said something about affirmative action and now he said something about abortion but he said basically said in his opinion which i find is going to be a problem he said no let's just not stop it there let's go at same-sex marriage women's mm-hmm. right to contraceptives and same-sex couples actually um having sex anything that involves a right to privacy he's like no leave that up to the states and that could be a real problem like it's going to be a real problem like people are going to yeah like it doesn't just yeah. stop here at that point um like what the hell what was happening it's uh, political. <laughs> I, I, I be trying to have faith bro i be trying to have faith and i think what pisses me off the most <laughs> as, as america has the goddamn nerve at like oh we're so much better we're not as barbaric as other countries bitch please we're worse than other countries because yep. we try and mask it and lie about it like you straight up do the same shit that any other you know islamic or whatever country who like silences women you just don't make them cover up you just shame them into doing it and then you kill mm-hmm. every right that they ever had by saying, oh, it's about morals, but then lying, talking about, oh, well, it's church versus state, and they don't go together. They're always together. Why yeah. are you questioning why somebody else is fucking? Why is that any of your damn business? Why does that have to be a law? Why are you worried about this woman wants to have an abortion and can't take care of this baby? Like, what and is your problem? The conservatives who push it for abortion, they the same ones who be like, they against welfare, and they refer to children, literally, they will call them a burden on the state. If they feel like right. they have to take care of them on welfare. Right. I'm like, so if this woman's saying she absolutely knows for certain she does not want this baby or she can't take care of it, you still forcing her to have it. And then you're going to get on her and just be like, you need to go out and work. We ain't going to be paying for you no welfare. And then you're going to get DSS involved with this woman. And that's just a whole nother problem at that point. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just a real. You're setting people up for a horrible lifestyle. Basically, basically. And that's the thing, like, because their thing is more so like, well, if abortion is on the record and it's legal, and that's almost like me condoning it. And that's weird to me, because at the end of the day, I look at it, it's a woman's right to choose at that point. Uh, You're leaving it up to women at that point. Some women not okay with abortion. Some women are. It's about having that right. And I do think um, Justice Ginsburg, before she passed away, and I will say this, the Roe case, when it was made, it could have been a lot stronger. It could have been. And she said that. She felt like this was going to be an issue. She even said it right before she got on the Supreme Court when talking about it, how she would evaluate it. But when they looked at it from a right to privacy standpoint, she was like, oh, well, people going to be challenging this and saying, well, leave that up to the states to decide. Leave it up to the states. She wanted to look at it from more so like equal protection at that point, more so like if a woman, if the government is controlling what a woman does with her body, she's not afforded all the same rights mm-hmm. as every other citizen, i.e. men at that point. She said that would have, and right. I think that absolutely would have been a stronger argument at that point, because, yeah, if the government's intervening and telling this woman what to do, and they wouldn't dare say that to a man, given biologically different, but at the same time, you're putting restrictions on this woman that you wouldn't even be able to put on a man, and if it was a man, let's be real, come on now, they... They wouldn't sit there and do that. Like they're not exactly mandating us get vasectomies and stuff like that. Right. So, right. <laughs> they wouldn't do anything about no. that. Um, Roe was a, a a case when they did that, but also whenever she, that Supreme Court decision came, it was mostly men there, so they weren't having that at all. So, um, not to man bash out here, but um, yeah, it's. It's a little yeah, I vote. <laughs> this is where I we are, honey. Viagra off the market. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> I mean, Cialis too. You can get rid of all of it. They're gonna be at you y'all doors to... on your hell no at that point. 
I, f- I feel like you need to be at a certain age. You just need to get snipped, bitch. It just go ahead and and there's no reversal. Reversals are not a thing. I'm sorry. Like there are too many people out here who mm-hmm. are getting raped constantly. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so bad that you know when you go to college, you know out of your friends, at least one of you probably gonna get raped yeah. or sexually yeah. assaulted. They tell women how to keep themselves safe instead of telling men not to rape. Like I can't. Like I've known and heard about too many mm-hmm. literal children who have been raped by their uncles and daddies and mm-hmm. brothers and and cousins and shit who ha- who were pregnant who have been pregnant. What the fuck you gonna do about that? You really about to let a ten year old carry exactly. a child to term, make her have it, mm-hmm. and then what's she gonna do with it? Yeah, she's in the fifth fucking grade. Yeah. Tell me what you gonna what what we gonna do there? I. Like those are the ones I'm nervous about. And the that's thing what I'm nervous it, about. Uh, whenever you ask like a politician who's pushing for abortion, uh, well, pushing for anti-abortion laws, if uh, whenever you ask them those situations, they'll try and backtrack. They'll say, "No, we want to have provisions in place that help. Oh, yeah. We don't have a provisions." And they say you that, know. but then you got like atopic pregnancies. Uh, you push for that. You like when it's medically necessary at that mm-hmm. point. Politicians, no, we're going to make exceptions for that. Right. But here you go, got goddamn Missouri. Who literally made a law specifically saying like, nah, we don't give a damn if it's an atopic pregnancy. You're going to have to go through with that. And clearly, like, you know, as that uh, child, the child's not even developing at that point. But as that it grows, then that woman could die at that point. And Missouri is like, we don't give a damn. Yeah. That's what happens with a lot of them at that point. They'll say things like, oh, no, we're going to make a provision for it. They don't have no intentions of making a provision for it. They're just like, we do not want abortion at all. Um, I was going to ask y'all this because a lot of times it's um, whenever they did um, push for anti-abortion laws, they'll try and cite like legal effects and things like that. They know uh, um, conform to the law at that point and make it sound legal. But we know, like uh, you mentioned earlier, Constance, where it was religion plays a large part in it. It does play a large part. Mm -hmm. I'm asking you all from personal perspectives, not involving the law or anything. What how do you all feel about abortion and why do you think it's right or wrong? Like, I can understand mm-hmm. both sides of it. But in my mind, I don't I don't want somebody mm-hmm. not giving me that option mm-hmm. if I need it. You know, or not giving my niece, you know, God forbid anything ever happens to her. And she is in some god-awful situation. Um, and I've had friends who have needed this option like truly Mm -hmm. needed this option for it to not be one is just it it just is so fucked up to me it's just so it's just just wrong to me um if that's what you want to do if that's what you would what you feel like you need to do i'm 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 Mm pro-choice because it's about fucking choice that's the whole issue i'm not saying that uh, a baby's life starts here there whenever i'm not a scientist Mm -hmm. i'm not a doctor i don't know okay but there are plenty of children out here who ain't getting taken care of. Y'all don't give a fuck about the ones who are out already. Like there's so many children in foster care and like being thrown literally in the trash. Like there are children just out here not giving a damn about. And so I can't, I can't listen to the people who really have never adopted anybody who don't take, don't have foster kids who don't give a fuck about the children who are out here already who are saying, Oh, don't kill the baby. Oh, it's a fetus. Oh, it's living. You don't care about the rural mm-hmm. living kids that are breathing in front of your face. If they walked up to you, you wouldn't give them no money. You wouldn't help them. So I, 
Yeah, I'm I'm pro choice, and I'm always gonna be pro choice. What is your response to the street saying? <laughs> let's let's uh, say that so that it's not us making a, a direct decision on it, but um, the saying that this is about the longevity of white life. I mean, I that politician when she made that comment. Um, yeah, that was quite concerning. That was quite concerning. Like, it's, I definitely do believe there are a good bit of um, people who say, like, hey, like, they want to protect white life. Like, I do believe that. I absolutely do believe that. She's not the only one, and she absolutely knew what she meant. Let's get that straight. Like, she knew that there was no yeah. mistake about it. There's no apology um, for that. The thing about no. it, yes, I do think a lot of people, they do believe that. Um, and then for the ones who don't incite other reasons for abortion, I'm not even going to lie. And some people can be like, hey, you don't have proof of that. Let's be real. Uh, honestly, this abortion law is going to affect minority women. That's what's going to affect low income minority women. Because if mm-hmm. this senator or governor or businessman, his daughter, niece or somebody need an abortion and he don't want her to have it. Oh, they're going to get it done. They are going to get it done. They're going to leave out of state. They're going to fly to New York. They're going to go wherever they got to go to get that abortion. But for um, someone that's low income or uh, just a minority in general, like oftentimes there's a correlation there. Like uh, they're not going to be as well off as their white counterparts. So they can't just get a ticket and go up north at that point, given the closest we have is North Carolina. And that's Mm -hmm. holding on by a thread because the governor is literally vetoing it. They keep passing it. But the governor's like, no, not right now, not right now. But if they shift over and get that super majority, then the governor's not even going to be able to stop it then. So the only thing holding North Carolina on is like the governor vetoing it. But if North Carolina shifts at that point, then what you're going to do, like, you just got to go all the way up north, just running for that. And they'll be able to have that opportunity. But people like you got a little black girl who's just like, I'm not ready for this. And she don't have any money. Her family don't got no money. You got to pay for the abortion. Right. And you got to sit there and pay for the flight and transportation just to get there at that point. It, uh, so, yeah, I do feel like some people are, they are happy. They like, yes, this is going to increase our numbers at that point. I don't think they looking at like the possible effects of if these um the people who say white life if those uh, caucasian individuals aren't able to take care of that child those same people then gonna be like well goddamn, we getting more taxes took out because we gotta carve up more for medicaid we got money going towards welfare and all kinds of stuff like that i mean yeah. they use welfare more than we yeah. do or so just I'm like, as much goddamn it pretty pissed when it comes to that uh, at that point because a lot of things if you force them out there then you having little boys, they got to get circumcised at that point. That's even more money you got to sit there and pay for because that's expensive. And if you want somebody to have this kid, it's a lot of bills that come along with a kid. Like, we all know that. It's we a know. Lot that's why yes. we're not here yet. <laughs> yeah, chat <costs> money. <laughs> yeah. Scared. See, that's, my, that's what I'm nervous about. I'm nervous of how... <sighs> Like, what is it going to affect in the future? Like, because like you said, this mm-hmm. is literally the tip of the iceberg. They're going to come after anything else that is under privacy. They're going to go after same-sex marriage. Now I'm wondering. Well, it, they are already. Because like, I'm an like only control, goddammit. And see, and, and see now, now don't take my birth control and then wonder why I'm having kids, man, because I want to fuck. <laughs> and, that, and I don't feel like I should have to stop because you want to be a dick about it. Like, you motherfuckers, you men don't want to stop fucking. I don't either. And I don't want, I'm the one that got to carry the baby, yeah. some bitch. You don't. 
you just get a pump a couple times, drop your load off, and go. And then I'm left to deal with everything you know, else. I'm so sorry, Justin. I'm so crass, but bro, I, I can't. About you getting some That's definitely. I mean, please. I don't appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I, oh. Like, yeah, it is. It is quite concerning, and I think uh, like a lot of conservative lawmakers, they know that's the tip of the iceberg, and it was like, well, we're going to keep attacking and going more and more and more because now they got a Supreme Court on this side that's. Um, yeah, and they ain't going nowhere because uh, they got life terms. They can't. They ain't never gonna be in that unemployment line until they fall off. Mm-hmm. That's a different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, yeah. I have a, mm-hmm. I have a question. So, my question, I, I actually have two questions, but I'll figure out when to insert the second. Okay. One. So, my first question is: since you brought up the Supreme Court and them having the majority, how do you feel about? Biden not wanted to expand the Supreme Court in order for us to have that equilibrium again. I mean, because the way I see it, I think is if he did do it, I don't see it as a, being a solution. It's just for the now, I believe, because let's say Biden would have right. expanded, then um, eventually that would have given us something for now. But let's say things shift, which they normally do, like it does shift from mm-hmm. Democrat control to Republican control. Eventually, that's going to shift anyway, and then they're going to get back to appointing those same people, and there's just more people there at that point. And the more opinions you got, that's probably not going to help with judicial efficiency, I believe, honestly. Like, you got all those people butting in and giving their thoughts on it and stuff like that. I think it would have been a short-term solution, if anything, to try and counter this. Um, But in the long term, let's say it shifts 2024 for some reason is a Republican president, and then some of the um, liberal justices, they fall off. They're going to appoint them in. So whether it's uh, 11, 13 people out there, they're going to get them in those spots. So it's not, I don't think, um, I don't think it's going to be like a long-term solution to that because eventually, slowly but surely, they're going to overtake the court and it's going to be back where we at at that point. Mm. So do you feel that way That way, also about like the filibuster that they have with uh, what Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin? When you talking about they're trying to get abortion as a part of, uh, make abortion right. part of uh, federal law at that point. Mm-hmm. With that being the case again, yeah, I think it's going to be the same thing at that point. Given, I think it would have been a good idea to stop abortion, uh, well, make abortion legal because I was just about to get to that. I do believe that once the Supreme Court puts some of these things in laws, uh, well, the Supreme Court rules something valid. The federal government can enshrine them into like a federal law. That way, all states have to obey them at this point. I do feel like that probably should have been done when we had the opportunity. Given last time we had the opportunity was like what first two years in Obama's term, and then, mm-hmm. so after that, we pretty much lost control at this point. And right now, we have um, yeah, it's like dead even. But yeah, like I think that would have been a good idea because I really do don't like how this um, abortion thing is uh, turned out at that point. I do believe in a woman's right to bodily integrity at that point um, for a lot of other reasons that I was going to get into. But yeah, like again, I think it would have been uh, short term because eventually it's going to shift. And then if a Republican is in there and they have the control to make those decisions, they literally might just revert everything on back anyway. It's just... It's no way to really get around it at that point. The Supreme Court was that way around it. They could have deemed that law. um, They could have deemed it at that point and say, hey, abortions are valid. And I know Constance mentioned earlier about the whole thing when they say, like, where does life begin and everything like that? Um, uh, Where do you all believe Mm -hmm. that life begins at that point? 
I, I mean, I, I don't know. You go ahead, Mo. I feel like, I feel like that's a slippery slope. <laughs> Mo looks like she don't want to. No, no I, I'm fine with answering because like, I was you know, in a position you... where, and, my, and they were with me, and mm-hmm. I said it. I was sick. We were in the hospital, and I said, if I'm pregnant, I'm going to have an abortion. I'm just letting y'all know right now because I didn't want the connection to the person that I was with. So for me, I think it's a circle, like depending on the circumstances, but I do think that life Mm -hmm. starts whenever there's a heartbeat. I don't think it's when it's just, you know, some cells. Like it's just, I think there's a process in this, and that's the the whole reason we have science so that we can use that to justify whatever decisions we choose to make. But yeah, I feel like if you can detect a heartbeat, then life has started. Oh, and I, uh, yeah. um, my view on that, it was more so because um, then you get into, again, like we using the word, the word today is slippery slope. <laughs> I feel like it is a slippery slope because yeah. now you're yeah. in a situation where you got what you deem a human life and you're affording them rights, but also you have a whole woman who has established rights already here carrying them. You're balancing at this point, the woman's rights and this rights of this child that's not even born yet. And that's why I think the, I think it was a good, whenever they did set limits on it, like the Supreme court and wrote, they didn't say anybody can get abortion anywhere. They said up until a certain point, that's what we'll give it at. And then the rest will leave it up to the States to see what they say. And that's why you got New York. Sometimes it's a little bit out there and I can't remember what theirs is compared to other States that be like 15, 16 weeks and stuff like that. But when that situation where you're balancing a woman's right to bodily integrity, what she chooses to do with her body in this child she's carrying, I think the good middle point was, that's why I hate that the case got overruled. The good middle point was at what point, if you were, this woman were to shoot this child out of her, the question would arise, would this child be able to survive outside this woman? Yes or no. <laughs> if that woman like right. you shoot that child out, if the child can survive, it's like, all right. Seriously, though. The child has some rights, and that's yeah. what we're going to do. If it's a point where that child is still dependent on that person, then you know the name of the game. Like, we depending on our parents. The name of the game is they control whatever the hell yeah. go on at that point. So, this child is still life is contingent mm-hmm. upon this woman carrying them successfully, and the woman say, I don't want them at this point. And that at that point it's the woman's choice i believe like it should be left up to the woman at that point yeah. um but yeah i i feel like that to me i feel like that's the point where you need to think about whether it's legal or not mm-hmm. like i understand the heartbeat situation but if you were to have this baby right now at eight weeks with their heartbeat they wouldn't make yeah. it at all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i just feel like when the baby has right. like some sort of chance of life outside of the body that maybe we consider not having an abortion in the first place mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't know they're pregnant once yeah. their heartbeat is happening. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You can't there, feel that. Like eight, nine weeks or I... something like that. Or right after on that six week where it got that heartbeat, that's such a low threshold and they know what they were yeah. doing. That's just their way to just write it mm-hmm. in and make it seem like, okay, here's some technicalities of this. We're giving you the option, <laughs> but we're not really giving you the option. Yeah. It's um, ridiculous. And then, like I said, yeah. it gets the other issues where that woman doesn't have that. If you're going to consider this person, like a lot of states saying once they get that heartbeat, this is this is a life we're giving rights to. It gets the other issues where more so with, um, let's say if a woman doesn't want her kid and you force her to have it, but let's say it's a situation where marijuana gets legal. 
She's free to absolutely smoke marijuana, but now she got this kid she carrying that you forcing her to carry. And she's like, I ain't doing no crime. I'm smoking some weed. But then you come at her with a DSS case or something saying you're endangering the baby that's in there and stuff like that. It's just a really big issue at that point. There's so many, as you said, slippery slopes. There's just so, so many things, so many overlapping things that you have to think about. And I, with all that being said about the heartbeat, like in my head, what you going to do? I mean, yeah, this baby has a heartbeat. It's living. It may not be breathing or whatever, but it's living inside you. Okay. It's a person, right? Okay. People don't understand the outrageous bodily change that happens to a woman when she's carrying a child. The the random shit that develops. Like I had a friend I worked with who li- who got diabetes mm-hmm. because she was pregnant. Like it's just weird the things you can you can contract. You know, so what if, you know, this this woman has preeclampsia? What if something serious is happening mm-hmm. that threatens her life? So so you telling me we're gonna go back to these old days where women live legitimately have to be ready to die mm-hmm. for this kid to make it. In the, so it's like, who, who we choosing here? At that point. That's another thing that gets me. That's, that's, yeah. See, that's fucked up to me. Yeah. That's crazy as hell. And who gonna raise them? The then what? Then what? Yeah. They mama is gone to bring the them into this world. That at that point. Um, I feel like what always... What's weird to me is that these, these states that are wanting people to not have the abortions are these states that have the death death penalty. So they care about life, but they really don't really that some care shit. about life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you make a mistake, you go to jail. And a lot of times these people aren't really guilty. They don't have enough evidence and they kill them off anyway. It's not like absolute. Mm-hmm. See, you know, that don't make but no they, sense. They have this law, like South Carolina with that, like what the list they said the list they put out a list and the list got full so fast was um i guess they were taking like volunteers for somebody that's gonna get it and literally said the list got full just like that i'm like who the hell was that like excited to be like i'm about to go shoot another human and kill him at this point they don't even know this guy 10 out of 10 times oh shit i thought you were saying that the list from the prisoners to be like killed by his firing squad you mean like the oh lord no the yeah, list of people like who wanted to murder somebody. I mean, Utah actually still got hanging on the books. It's still on the books. Like it's very legal. Like Utah, I'm pretty sure. I, I thought we were no. all at lethal injection. I had no idea we was out here getting the chair and virus going out. It's just last that? year, I think, when they um, decided on it. Might as well be burning somebody at damn state. To it. Don't give them no ideas. Lord, don't give them no ideas. Oh, honey, I just... That's a good point. Yeah, like, um, they don't care about life in that sense, given they'll sit there and say, oh, this person done something really bad. But definitely itself is a different discussion because I really don't understand how you're going to tell somebody um, killing somebody is wrong and then turn around and kill them. It's, it doesn't get... Right. It's, it's just weird to me. <laughs> and the fact that lethal injection, they say it actually costs more for lethal injection, the medicine they're buying in the house them in prison. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's that expensive. It is quite expensive. Mm-hmm. So that's just. Yep. Yeah, I just don't. I don't understand that. I don't get how, like you saying that everybody deserves to live, but here you are got this death row thing going, yeah. and you you putting these people in the chair. You ready to put them against the wall and shoot them up? Like <laughs> it doesn't make sense. The math don't math to me. It is. 
I really feel like because we got some really old, out of touch politicians. They're not even thinking about that. They're not connecting these dots like how we connecting the dots. Some really old ones that's just like whatever you place in front of them, that's what they're going to talk about and don't realize how to fix something from a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, or how to fix stuff in the future. They just go with it. Just go with it. They'll be like, all right, let's rule on this. And. Yeah, I yeah, I listened to a podcast today. I can't remember which one it was, but it talked about how a lot of our politicians are these older people who are out of touch with what's going on in society yes. at this point and they're still stuck back in their time. Yeah. And there are a lot more um in other countries they have younger politicians. Mm-hmm. They have people who are having children. Yeah. And they don't have grandkids or great grandkids. You know, they're just having kids themselves. So mm-hmm. they're in society. They understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where, I mean, I think that shift is starting to occur, but a lot of young people aren't really into politics. They really don't care. They just know we out here, it's the land of the free and, you know, whatever. It gets hard at that point because um, a lot of those old Super Bowl politicians and things like that, like uh, if a young person wanted to get involved, it's going to be pretty hard. Like uh, it's going to be pretty hard for them. Like they're not. These dudes normally have the game in a chokehold. That dude, we all know that one dude from our hometown or wherever. We ain't no name. Y'all know that one dude from our hometown that just keep running. He just keep running. You don't see him in the community. You don't see him in the streets. You don't see nothing. He just know he got the game on lock at that point. And he just out of touch. Like Justin, I feel that in my soul. I know you do. Bro, that reminds me of head of state. He's like, I am a war hero, and I am Sharon Stone's cousin, and I'm gonna win this election. <laughs> like, ain't got, ain't talking about shit, ain't talking about shit at all. But he's like, here's this thing. You've known me forever. I've always lived here in Texas. I'm Sharon Stone's cousin, and like, I'm gonna win this election. with somebody, man. They won't say nothing about their position on things, man. Oh yeah, I knew him since he was a youngin. Like, nope. or they'll say his people good. I'm like, what the hell is people right. doing with him? Like, yeah. yeah, his people good. He good and for I am, it. I am Nothing. not for it. Oh, let's vote black just because they're black. No, our people can be some of the <laughs> most corrupt people in <laughs> oh, politics. Obviously, and I think that goes back to what Justin said about younger people. First of all, Jawani, you were right about young people not being interested. But then for what hurts my heart is when you see black people in political positions that mm-hmm. mess it up and make it harder for the next person to come behind them and even get in the position to do right. Like the late, yep. um, Oh, never mind. Go ahead. I'm just going to call back. I saw this really scary clip on TikTok the other day. And it was like all these old politicians or some people mm-hmm. who were like higher up, um, and basically was talking about, I, mean, I don't know if y'all have seen it, but they were just talking about like how they separate blacks. Um, the ones who try and rise up and do something, you know, when they get around the white people, um, either they're going to shut him out. But, you know, if you're talking about something, we're going to, um, you know, kind of mute him a little bit. And and if nothing else, he'll he'll assimilate with us. And he won't he won't remember or won't do the things yeah. that he was supposed to do originally when he got in here. It's the scariest shit I've ever seen. Cause I'm like, you know this shit. Either this is a real for real clip, it came from a movie, but you know this is a conversation that's been had so yeah. many and times. Another thing, over. A conversation they have, and the politicians do it all the time. They have that conversation with people. If somebody younger wants to do it, they, of course, the first thing you're gonna do, you're gonna try and find a mentor. You're gonna talk to an old head, probably. Mm-hmm. And instead of encouraging them, you will mm-hmm. always hear it. And I'm sure young people who are interested in politics can attest to it. Old person gonna be like, 
well, wait your turn. You know, you got to earn your stripes a little bit and wait your turn, then we're going to put you in there. I'm like, your old ass ain't leaving no time soon. Like, you, you're not leaving. Why are you telling somebody that when you know you're not leaving at this point? Like, it happens on every level, every level. And I think that's the thing. I, hopefully, as younger people get involved with it, um, maybe there is a chance that I don't know about South Carolina. I ain't going to lie. I don't think South Carolina's going to shift that thing and make it. No. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give any friendly abortion laws or anything like that. But other states, I do believe in, like Georgia, I do believe that Georgia, there's going to be a, a wave in Georgia where Georgia's going to be pretty liberal yeah. about a lot of things at that point. But South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi, it's, yeah, we might as well just get close. I thought it was, yeah. It's yeah, good old boy I thought town. it was funny when I got my marriage license in South Carolina, they sent my marriage license back with a pamphlet for um, basically your rights to family planning. It was like a family planning pamphlet. And I'm just like, what? So you send me my license and you send me a family planning pamphlet saying, here are your options. But you don't want, now you don't want me to have those options? At all. At all, basically, pretty much. That is South Carolina. This is um, that's the thing. I just, yeah, and I hate because yeah, I think a judge that was as soon as the case came out. That was end of June. Within a few days, that South Carolina fetal heartbeat bill, a judge just was like, "Yep, it's legal at this point. Let's go for it." And then a lot of it, um, a conversation that comes along. They point the finger, they be like, well, you're not thinking it through. You'll make a mistake. Because everybody knows those people be outside them clinics going crazy. Like, they ready to fight all day, every day. I mean, for the most part, anytime I hear somebody make a decision, if somebody made one, it's they thought it through. Whether that be like you say, Monique, it's like, I don't want any connections to this person. They thought it through at that right. point. Again, I don't think they take into consideration. I think that was you constantly mentioned earlier. So yeah. like, your body goes through changes. Your body do go through changes. And part of that, you do start feeling ways and start, like, it's a very hard choice to make. Like, it's not easy. Like, yeah. I don't think they take into yeah. consideration. It's not like people just out there just like, oh, I'm pregnant. Like, la di da da going through here. There's thought that goes into it most of the time. And yeah. I, they just be like, yeah. no, they're making a mistake in this and that. Yeah, I'm like, you're it's not, not like again, a- giving women enough credit at that point. And then it's just, yeah, right. Like, it's. It's not a fun decision to have to fucking make. And it sure is shit not a good procedure to right. have to go and do. Like, nobody wants to do that right. shit to their body. Like, both both sides of the table. Having, being pregnant with and carrying a child to term, as well as going to get an abortion, are two very serious changes for your body. I know people who have had them, who have had who've had time to recover, mm-hmm. not only mentally, but physically. Like, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a whole yeah, they- thing. Like, I don't think there's anybody using that shit as birth control. I mean, you might be. If that's what you want to do, fine. Like, again, it's your choice. But I don't think people using that shit as birth control. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that they think that we're just going to use it as a birth control option. Like, I'm smart enough to go to work Monday through Friday from Mm -hmm. 9 to 5, but I'm not smart enough to make a decision about my body. But but the thing is, most of the time, women, especially black women, are the most educated people in this country. Mm -hmm. Like, what what do you think we're doing? Absolutely. It just, I mean, and I'm curious how it's going to work out with, um, you know, since Biden kind of enforced the allowing the um, the pills, the abortion pills to get sent through the mail, um, as long as you do like a telehealth appointment or something like that, he's allowing them to be getting sent through the mail at that point. 
I'm curious how that's going to work or how the state's planning on stopping that because it's like if you're saying you can't get it done in the state at that point, it ain't nothing stopping somebody from getting a little pico box somewhere. I mean, for it. like, there's no way to really regulate it. It's uh-huh. like if you want that bill mailed to you, you won't be able to get mm-hmm. it, and then they won't know whether you had it or not at that point. Like you won't. You take a test, and if the test come back negative, that means it's done its job. They come back positive, they're not gonna go to one doctor that's gonna tell on them, they're gonna go somewhere else at that point. But I mean, right. even and that's just um, I don't know how they plan on stopping that at all. And then I know some states were saying like they wanted to see if it's possible to penalize people who were going out of state. But I don't see I don't see how that's going to happen. That's, mm. Let's but, talk about global what warming. About the people who are going to can stay? we change the topic? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about how. Let's, they don't believe in that. Either. Let's yeah, talk about they don't believe in that either. Either. we had during the pandemic. Let's talk about how hot it is outside. Let's talk about this bro. gas prices. Like we have more right. pressing things. And that goes nah, to the thing of like the politicians being out of touch. <laughs> like they wasn't concerned about any of that because really they wasn't experiencing that. Them dudes making bank. Right. They got bank. Mm-hmm. They, no, my chicken costs the same, but it's getting smaller. We got a problem. But, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. it's the issue. Yeah, and Damn I see something where they're trying to figure out how to make meat in the lab. If you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. Buymeacoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablished, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. Uh-uh, nah, here. Not here. Too many people in the world, not enough food to feed them. So they're trying to figure out ways. Okay, see, let's see that there. Now there's already too many of us motherfuckers in this world, but you want people to carry more? Right. Explain that to me. See, this is why China has a whole fucking law, bitch. You get two. Two babies, and you fucking done, ho. You fuck around and have twins if you want to. You you gonna put one of them motherfuckers in a bag and ship them off somewhere because you got two kids to be in your house. Yeah, it's too many of them, so they had to put a regulation on them. Yes, ma'am. But I think yeah. I would respect that mm-hmm. more than what we have to deal with here. No, because that's not what Americans want. They want the big family. They want the big house. They, China is just like these Asian people. They live in small, very like, minimalist spaces. Yeah. Yes, it's very minimal. Yeah. And you come here to America, like you gotta have you a mansion. You gotta be driving you the Range Rover, the Bentley. Like you gotta have your butler gotta have a butler. It's just, <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of things that gotta happen. Like you gotta do it big here. The American right. dream, a dream. But you crazy? You crazy? Ain't enough? Yeah, That's a straight up dream, honey. <laughs> in a fantasy land, yeah, there ain't enough vegans in the world enough for us right. to be. Still, trying to make chickens out of the land. <laughs> now they can eat that. If everybody they can starts eating chitlins, then it'll be a little more food available. Hell no! Nah. I will be a straight up. Let's eat the grass outside before oh, I eat some chitlins. God. Sweetie, I'll, I'll turn vegan before I have to eat chitlins. Please, please don't make me do it. I don't know when we gave up on chitlins. I still, you know. 
Because we started to have a choice. <laughs> At that point, we didn't have a choice. We yeah. had to do the chitlins. I, I got a choice and I still eat Period. See, the that's your <laughs> But as for me, that's but as your for me in my house, <laughs> we would not be eating chitlins. Right, because <laughs> who? <laughs> Absolutely not. Now, I it, respect. Right? Huh? Oh, I, I've, ha- I've had it. Cool. It's good, oh, right? Uh, yeah, I've never had beef. It. See? I was explaining somebody the other day, um, and it, it, you maybe seen it, but it was going towards Rimmed area. You know that's what they be selling them out there. You, you anyone out Rimmed area, they be selling them. But I was explaining somebody the other day, and it's so weird. Like uh-huh. I still eat raccoon, and my family still eats it. But when they purchased it, they thought it was so wild. Um, my sister was making a big fit. She was just like. Nah, she was yelling at my nephew. She was like, you ended up buying it and you didn't make sure it had any like fur on the foot at that point. (laughs) Nobody understood why that was a big deal. And then when I was explaining it to people, I was like, more so because you want to make sure you're getting an actual raccoon at that point and not something else. And to me, that makes sense. But But you cut them off anyway. You don't cook the feet in the damn pot. But you got to verify at that point that it is a raccoon you're getting, I was just telling somebody that I had a raccoon and he like literally hung up on me and called me back <laughs> and was like, yo, what the fuck did you just say? And I was like, yeah, my dad is a hunter. So I've had raccoon, what else? Rabbit, um, deer. And then now you go to a fancy restaurant, they call it venison. And I thought I was eating poor people food. Mm-hmm. Venison is expensive. Like I've, I've been eating that for, as a kid. Mm-hmm. And they overcharge for catfish, everything. So yeah, right. catfish too. Yeah. Eating chitlins, let's crazy back as hell. <laughs> no, sweetie. The only bottom feeders I'll be dealing with will be um, lobsters and crab. Another thing that used to be cheap as shit and if now it's expensive as fin up. They got it. It's crazy as hell. They don't got lobster mac and cheese at the roof crisps and stuff like that no more. Wow. Maybe like they out. Child, that's a damn shame. That's a problem. Wow. That's a shame and a disgrace. Mm-mm, I'm gonna have to let the chitlins go now. If y'all want to face me some cool, you won't know. Go to the taste of clam, and they will give it to you and not tell you at all. Yeah, um, they hash that thing up. The taste of clearing. Go where they be serving random stuff like frog legs, raccoon. They be having it all there. Mm. Wait a minute. Now see, that's too much mystery meat here. Now I need it from somebody's whole house who knows what the fuck they're doing. Say, I, I'm tastes, scared for my stomach. It tastes like beef. It's good. Hell, y'all can eat spam, pork chops. Y'all can y'all can eat something. I ain't eating spam. Sometimes oh, when y'all I had spam. Come on, Kelsey, exactly. you never had no spam. I've never had spam. The saltiest. I ain't never had a spam. I, I used to ask my mom, I was like, now, nah, ain't now, nah, they got a ham in a can, mama. Now, well, I know you said we got to wait for Thanksgiving to Christmas when I ain't had his ham right here. I love ham. You know I love ham. I said, hell no, we ain't get no goddamn spam. Oh, I'm going to keep pushing, ma'am. That's so the you got, I'm, you'll ever Mabel eat in your life. You? Oh. Mm-mm, Mabel never gave me spam. I never even, the only place I ever had bologna in my life was at daycare. I never had a fried bologna and cheese sandwich oh, in my life. Still to this one. day, never sure had you it. Cut a little slit yeah, in cut it, the line. You got to cut a little slit in it. Make sure you get yeah. that in there. And I like the doing edges. the three. I like doing I the three slits. Do so it like one of them caution signs. Oh, anything. Fried bologna sandwich is good. You got to let the know. edges get crispy. Sometimes I eat over a bed of white rice. Oh, okay. Yeah. I learned that from when the refund check ran out and you got to get the source. 
You got to get full. How it tastes. You got to get full. We all been through that. Justin, we have so. I know this is going to be kind of off topic, but as an unestablished adult and being an attorney, um, can you tell our listeners like your journey of just becoming an, uh, an attorney and how that impacts um, you right now, given that you're young and the changes that are happening right now? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. For starters, I ain't gonna lie. I came to USC. For some reason, I said I was going to be a damn stockbroker. Dollar more kicked my ass. I was oh. like, it wasn't even the business course. It was something about philosophy with some logic. I don't know why the hell they made us take that then. But I didn't know what the hell was going on there. I was like, I can't do this business school. And then Corey actually, um, he was doing criminal justice at the time. And he was just like, no, nah, you didn't say you want to be a lawyer at one point. Get in criminal justice. Also a mistake because they ain't had nothing to do with being a lawyer. So it was a line But I ended up doing criminal justice (laughs) at that point. And then what really got got me to want to get involved with law was more so I was working with an organization that was helping the homeless in Columbia. It was called HHH for Homeless Helping Homeless. And this was at a point where Columbia was getting to starting to say, we're famously hot. And when they was getting all that buzz, they was like, we got to do something about these homeless people out here. So they was like putting laws in place. They snatching people up off the damn street. Like, your ass going to jail for the time being, or we going to take you to this homeless shelter that's on the outskirts of the city. So you can't come here. Then we had the same food, not bombs. I don't know if y'all familiar with that, where it feeds the homeless in the park every Sunday at Finley Park. Mm-hmm. Um they came through with an ordinance. They was like, when kind of like some two or three are gathered in his name, more so they was like five or more people, you need to get a permit and pay $500. But if it's a bunch of people coming together to volunteer to feed homeless people, nobody ain't got $500 to give. Right. So after that, I seen a lot of injustices with that. Um, I see some injustice with my family, more so with the Department of Social Services, who I have views about. Um, was, and that caused me to primarily want to go to school and help with family law at that point. So whenever I got to law school, went to USC, my primary goal was to get involved with family law. Get, and once you get out and practice, you know, you only get to do but so much, whatever case they give you. That may be family, that may be personal injury, that may be criminal. You don't really have a choice. And then um, I guess this would tie into being younger. I ended up starting my own firm with another attorney who's also young. And the biggest issue we had with that was just these old attorneys, we felt like they weren't doing things right. They could have been a lot more efficient. Like, it's dudes out here that's asking how to attach documents to email still. Like, oh, <laughs> email still. Oh my God. They still, like, the one dude was like, and I can't say a name because I work for him, but he was a typo in some of the complaint, and I just happened so to see it. And I was like, yo, it's a typo here we want to write this out or let's just uh, read uh, type it up and things like that he literally had another woman type it up on a typewriter that's why it was no electronic document it was literally and it looked like it, it really looked like it was a typewriter when he said that I, I was like god damn this is a typewriter so that's when i was like well what are we gonna do and that's when i found out that you could kind of reinsert a document to the typewriter and kind of type over to try and correct it at that point i was like yeah, you, it has a corrector yeah. on it. I was like, I was when that happened, I was like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. It did a lot of things too. Like, I ain't throwing <laughs> it on nobody because there's a lot of experienced attorneys out here who have a wealth of knowledge at that point. But it's some of them old ones that don't even realize the law changed from about 20, 30 years ago. Like, 
I done went into plenty. I done went into plenty here. Yeah, I'm sitting there talking about the law, and they be like, "No, no, that's not a thing." I'm like, "No, like that really is a thing." Like y'all know, common law marriage it's not a thing anymore. It's not a thing. But if right. you claim common law marriage before mm-hmm. it was um, overruled, then you can still claim it. But in this case, common law marriage was absolutely not on the table. This was relatively recent. I was like. Why are we going to court for this? Like, what are you arguing for alimony? And this ain't no common law marriage. And it was like, no, nah, common law marriage is definitely that. I was like, no, they overruled it in this case. And they was like, no, that's not it. That's not it. And they dragged this case out for like a year, only for a judge to talk about a final hearing. Like, what the hell have you been doing at this point? Mm-hmm. Like, so with that, I was like, <laughs> the efficiency and sometimes they just outdated with it. And then also, being young, you'll see it, and y'all, the money you bring in for your employer is way more than they give you at that point. Right. And if, in my case, um, well, when my mom was alive, he had suffered from two strokes. So I'm like, I got a mom to take care of and myself. Like, you giving me this when I see I'm clearly bringing in this, this ain't no, this can't do. So no, nah, I'm going to go out and do everything I want at that point. And also goes into it, I can do more pro bono work, which I do a lot of as well. But being young and seeing like all these laws changing, it is it, stressful because you do got to be up to date on it mm-hmm. at that point. Because given, uh, and it goes back to like those small towns, if an old head make that mistake, I see they don't, they don't never get penalized on nothing. People just think they're wiser because they old at that point. But let me go in somewhere and make a mistake. That's because you're wet behind your ears. You don't know nothing. I'm going to go to this old attorney right here. So it's like you really got to be on your A game because you got something to prove. And again, like I said, especially in these small towns, like in Sumter, like I do a lot of work in Sumter at that point. You got people that's, it's almost like they come to you for legal advice. But at the same time, it's like they quizzing you to make sure you know what's on top of your stuff. It's like they ain't even ask you questions <laughs> about this situation no more. They like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? And I had right one lady there. literally tell me before. She was like, well, I guess you seem like you know what you're talking about. I was like, was this a damn quiz? Like, what? <laughs> hey, right. It's, like, it's a the lot fuck? harder being young because these people really so stuck. They just assume because somebody older. They know more. That may not be the case. Sometimes that is the case. Like as I said, I know plenty of brilliant older attorneys, but I know a lot of them who ain't up to date with a lot of this stuff at that point. But yeah, it is um, it is different trying to keep up with it and everything gets chaotic. And like I said, I do family law, so it's a new twist yeah. every turn there. Every single turn there. Mm, yeah, um, dang. I'm just mad at the typewriter, though. They didn't so, even have a word processor? No. Like, that's <laughs> like, computers <laughs> in there. At this point, the paralegal he was using, she used to come from after hours and write things up. She used the typewriter, and that's the way he's always been like working at that point. I was like, this ain't Times right. Roman. I don't know what font this is. I tried right. to be tech savvy and stuff. I was like, <laughs> let me scan this up, put it in Adobe, then let Adobe recognize the text. Maybe I can put it in. Adobe's pretty good at doing that. Mm-hmm. Adobe couldn't even do a damn thing for me. Mm-hmm. It, 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 <laughs> I was like, it ain't no way. Ain't no way at this point. So, yeah, like, you have a lot of them doing that. Or they'll say, like, emails and even, like, electronically filing documents because a lot of times they're slowly transitioning in the e-filing now in mm-hmm. the courts. Now, old attorneys were like, we don't know how to do this at this point. Well, they don't know how to do some of the slightest things. So, it is it is different. So You know what? Talk- I think that kind of goes back to the thing that we were talking about earlier about having younger people in like politics. I feel like you need younger people around to help you become more efficient and Mm -hmm. to understand things because things are different Mm -hmm. now than it was for you back then. It's different for us. Like even Mm -hmm. for us, things are different. 
So, like, yeah. I think it's important to have, like, young people in your corner and young people in politics that's willing to yeah. be out there. Mm-hmm. I think it's necessary if they really want anything to be any good. I mean, you can't just have all these old-ass people who live in the fucking past and then expect for there to be a good exactly. future. That doesn't make any fucking sense. That makes yeah. no sense. You're doing the same shit. That's- you just yeah. doing it in a different That's year. That's funny though, because with the history of abortions, you would think that they remember what that was like. We don't want people going in the alley yep. having abortions. We don't want this it rising right. death. The wire, the wire exactly. So let's not repeat history. Let's keep this in place because we've seen the progress that it's made and the positive impact. But no, we're going to retract that decision and open this floodgate of we don't know what's going to mm-hmm. happen. And really, like I said, it's just all, I do wonder how it's going to affect some of those were... politicians. Um, they vote in track because yeah. um, I know some women who are upset about that, even some conservative women. I know mm-hmm. not all conservative women are um, pro-life at that point. They do believe that's the choice. And that's the thing. Like I said, it's all about you all women having a choice and sad that these men up in the damn state house and every damn where else, they're the ones making the decisions out here. Like it's. I don't know if you guys have seen or heard about um, Gary Chambers. He's running for senator in Louisiana. Is he the guy that does these crazy like? Yes, yes. He does these crazy (laughs) like political commercials. Like he smoked weed somewhere. Um, He burnt the the American flag, I think. And then the last one he did was about abortion. So basically. He was in one of these sketchy motels giving women's abortions. And the last woman he gave an abortion to, she was having complications. So he just left, basically. Um, and the lady just, he left the lady there and she died. So he was just like, this is what's going to happen if you just outlaw abortions. I mean, that is true. That's but, yeah, but it gets people attention. Like when you do stuff like radical and crazy like that, it gets yeah. people attention. Like I don't, I'm not even from. I don't even know anybody besides Jared. I don't know anybody from Louisiana like that. That even, like, but I know this guy, and I know I think he's like a preacher, or a pastor, or something. And I, I know what he like believes in, what he's trying to do for his state. Yeah, y'all have to see that. If you haven't seen it, Constance, you you'd be like, what the hell? Yeah, it's like I, a- I'm gonna Google the hell out of this. <laughs> <laughs> They really just really outlined, uh, outlined legal abortions because the illegal ones, people are going to start trying to resume that. Like, they are. Like, I remember growing up, it was just um, some of the tactics I heard people say they do. Like, they were drinking excessive amounts of vinegar and all kinds of other crap to try, yeah, to try and give it a shot. That's dangerous mm-hmm. as hell. But yeah. Falling down the stairs. Uh, no, I think they took into consideration. They just don't give a damn. They don't give a damn. Like I said, <laughs> no. most of the time it's minorities. No. And I ain't trying to get it about race, but right. you know. In South Carolina, at least they ain't gonna, they don't necessarily care about us dropping off for the most part. But we all gonna get something in the mail. They gonna try and get all of us for talking like this, because boy, facts. Oh, hey, it's but it has to it be has said, to be said and this it is just... our platform. We get to talk about and say whatever the hell we want. So there's that. Right. But speaking of being radical, yeah. like you, did you get to see the art, the article of the lady that got pulled over in the HOV with lady? the child? Or the, with the child? Yes, yes. See, that's that shit right there. And I'm like, see, this is the only place I feel like it work in our favor, motherfucker. There are two people in this fucking car because there's a heartbeat going. Okay, he's a person. Yeah. You said it. 
did they make a decision on what they're going to do with that? No, well, he, he still gave her the ticket, so she has to go to court. Okay, she probably right. going to get it dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. That's gonna be fun yeah. to watch. When she yeah, I hope so too. Like I hope they drop it. I don't I even know so how. Too. Like most of the time with uh, those carpool lanes, speed limit back seventy. I don't even know how the hell officers be peeping who in the car and who not in the car. And that, Thank I, I you. Right. Like, how the hell you? Nothing. Literally nothing. I got a ticket with that driving to Atlanta. And so, you know, South Carolina, we don't got no damn carpool lanes. None that I know of, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> don't do like traffic that. like that. I seen the lane. I was like, damn, nobody ain't in this lane. They tripping. Let me get over in here. <laughs> I'm driving. I see the officer. He's on the side of the road. He's outside his car. So that's definitely how I don't know how the hell you knew nobody was in there. Right. I fly by. Buddy looks, getting his car. I thought it was going to get me for speeding. He was like, nah, I actually pulled you over because the car pulled lane. I was like, oh, I actually don't know what that is. I'm from South Carolina. This is my first time leaving from South Carolina going down through Atlanta. I was like, I've never heard of this at all. He was like, no, that's understandable. This motherfucker came back and gave me a $400 ticket. I'm like, $400. $400. You know, when you out of town and get a ticket, I also know most likely you're going to pay it versus coming back. So he's going to give you a max ticket. Like, right. like, what the hell? What the college? Rebunch check gone, gone, Damn. just Damn. like that. Oh, no I'm so sorry that that tragedy None. befell you. That'll fuck up a whole road trip. You hear me? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sir, what kind of shit is that? Like, you a kid? Like, I deduced it and just say I caught you for speed, and it's like 187 dollars. Here you go. Next time. Pay attention to these damn signs, okay? Because Atlanta has real traffic. Come the fuck on. Yeah, that's yeah. that's well, just I just mean. hate the city of Atlanta anyway, so it's just, it's not a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Most none people of y'all live in Atlanta, right? I, People from no. Atlanta go for Atlanta entirely no. too hard. So I ain't trying to cause no problems, but no, Mm-mm. I do not like the city of Atlanta anymore. We're just going to tell Corey. It's all right, though. <laughs> Corey, that's yeah, a something boy fine. at heart. He know, he know. Yeah, right, you know, he is. He, 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 uh, assimilated for, to Atlanta culture fully as much as he would think. Tell him, Corey Jones, I don't care how many Atlanta hats you wear in your nice videos. You <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that now. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord, that's funny. But yeah, I, I don't think she should have gotten a ticket for that, but I am I'm excited to see um what she has uh yes. in store for this court date. I I wanna follow that the way she was following Johnny <laughs> Depp and his wife. <laughs> I wanna go fuck out of that. <laughs> I was like, hey, no way. Hey, yeah. no way. That was like a wild west. People was in that courtroom talking straight shit. There was a no legally no nothing. People was getting personal talking shit, talking real regular, and you occasionally hear somebody hear say hearsay, but they was in there talking shit. When the dude clapped back at uh, I guess the other yeah, he was like, You doing this for like 15 minutes of fame? I'm like, What the fuck are you doing? Did y'all Whoa. see that clip where the lawyer was like, well, you up here testifying for uh-uh. fame? He was like, I can say the same about you. You represent her for some 15 minutes of fame. I was like, Y'all are <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can't believe she actually paid her lawyer. Like, why? And again, an example of an older person, why they are you up here? You're just making yourself, making and yourself she trying to like appeal. a complete fool. Really? That money went down. Yeah, she's trying to appeal. Cause somebody yeah. said she had the money she claimed. Yeah, so she said she ain't got it. I'm like, and he said what? Happened? And he said what? To all that money she I gave. She had him? no job since <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Bro. <laughs> Yo. That was just, I didn't follow the Brad, case. I, get, I, I got CNN alerts. Like Brad, Instagram that's all I them CNN up. alerts about what was happening in the oh, court. No. Like, bro, why is this news? And it was like, it'll be like a day four of the trial. I'm like, why is this going on this long? Right. Are they getting divorced? We didn't even follow Justin hell? Jackson that much. That's a damn oh, shame. Oh, bro, that was wild to me. But yes, I, yeah. I want to see this this case of hers. I want to just see how just how nonsensical it can get. I want to see other people bring forth other random shit that the people who made the decision did not think about, about how this would affect our society. I, I hope that more people bring more more things to the table. I don't give a right. damn how minimal it is. Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't care. Like, minimal as fuck. Make it as, as petty as you can, ladies and gentlemen, yes. and yep. take petty. that shit to court. I want to be as petty <laughs> as being able to claim my unborn fetus on my taxes. Oh, yes. I was about to say. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> That way, because this life, I, honey, this life needs me in order to keep going, and that's what a kid outside of the of the body needs. It needs me to keep going. Right? It is dependent on me. So as soon as we establish that heartbeat, and I would like a sonogram with the date and fucking time that you recognize that shit, um, and uh, we're putting that on the taxes. I will include a copy. I want you to know that at this hour. On this date, mm-hmm. I have a dependent, and I would like to receive money right. forthwith. Yeah, Thank you so much. Be catering the laws at this point, really, I don't think they are until it becomes a big issue in their face. Because right now, they're just gonna be like, "Well, we did that one. Let's just move on to the next thing and start targeting it." But it's, I am curious. I'm uh, scared, low key, actually terrified. Yeah, yeah, because oh, yeah. this is gonna be a domino effect. About. I feel like it's right now we're at abortions next is going to be same sex next is going to be interracial next is going to be transgender people like then a lot of it pours down to black women honestly it trickles down to black women especially with the contraception Mm -hmm. everything like that like they really it's it's just i said i think i told somebody that the other day i was like it is a scary time to be a a black woman like y'all are probably most marginalized group out here right Um, and like no matter how hard y'all stand for people including black men y'all ride for black men hard and i do feel like not all black men ride for black men it's, it's so different it's so different yeah. <laughs> on the ride for black men we're just gonna take a sip no but for real though like we do i think we yes we're gonna stick beside the them part. the ones that ain't no, trash. Even the trash ones we still there we're gonna stick beside them Oh, uh, that's what I'm saying. Because in the grand scheme of things, with the laws affecting black men and everything like that, y'all advocate hard. Y'all are on the forefront all the time. Then if it's something that comes forward, like black women that particularly um, is possibly going to affect them, I'd be shocked the amount of men, lack of men that be at these rallies or even trying to advocate for it and stuff like that. Um, abortion included. Like I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was shocked at the amount of black men who <clears throat> not getting it. Doesn't date. affect them. But they I mean, they, they be quick to be like, place. "Why don't you just get an abortion?" And here go the five hundred dollars. Yeah, they be the ones that want to pay for it. You need to go ahead on and go into the clinic, honey, right. and go do the thing. They be faking like Christians. The ones I heard, they be faking like they super Christian and be like, "I don't believe in that. I don't like it." I was just a little shocked at that point. But uh, like, you uh, sure believe in fornication, motherfucker. So I don't understand how. 
I don't get that. Because I know it ain't married. Call a spade a spade constantly. Honey, no. You believe in fornication before uh, marriage. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is you talking about, good buddy? It was just an urge. They slipped up. They didn't mean to. Like, Bitch, you didn't <laughs> slip up. You slipped in. Okay? Slipped, slipped in. right the fuck in the vagina. Pump and let go. And oh, let God. That's, that's so pretty, I don't want to hear That's pretty quick. That's pretty quick. <laughs> 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 it don't take but a minute, and not even that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Uh, that's that's messed up. And black women are powerful. Like we can shift a whole market. We shifted the hair market mm-hmm. by going natural. Yeah. Like they had to cater yeah. to us. Period. Meanwhile, here we are. I don't know. I think it's just we're just giving at heart, just as a a whole unit. We, I don't think it's just not. You know, even if it doesn't directly affect us, we stand for anything that. Could affect anybody that we know. I mean, shit. But mm. all these killings and, you know, these black men. Of course, we stand hard for black men. Those could be our sons, our nephews. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I didn't have any of that, but they could have been my students. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And that's what I said. I get concerned because when it comes to the thing, it's not necessarily reflected where you really have men. Like in the case of rape or something like that, you don't have men saying that could have been my daughter or anything. They do be jumping to the what was she wearing or why was she there logic before anything and it raises eyebrows it raises eyebrows at that point and it was actually um i uh, was reading an article and basically the whole premise behind it was it was saying like how many black men do you think would fold if somebody came to them and said we're gonna give you all the rights all the privileges that's typically associated with a white man and that does not include black women at that point like how many black men you think would fold if somebody presented that option where they would be absolutely okay but that means leaving black women in the same position they was and they pose good points like and i was staying with it. i was like a good bit a good bit and oftentimes you see that when a lot of people like um what's his name umar johnson and all of them at that point um hopefully he ain't nobody cousin but mm-hmm. umar johnson he uh yeah a lot of times when people like him speak they're talking about a lot of black men getting these rights they want black men to be treated the same way as white men and they don't really care they look at black women as like second class citizens. it's like you're gonna respect our queens and everything like that but it's like but just understand i'm above you at this point and that's uh, uh, yeah shit ain't gonna get done like that shit will not get done at all no so um black men stand without black women that's what i would say that's what i would Thanks. say Ooh. That's, that's a word that's, right there. Say yeah, say that loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh word! I, I, I just it's sad to me that it even has to constantly be talked about and like asked of black men. Like I don't even understand why the fuck that's an ask and not an immediate expectation. Do you or, think it's you be- know because of that whole thing about uh, being black men being pushed out of the household in order? For oh, the destruction the, of the black family. Yeah. I mean, for him to still stand by her and things like that, him being pushed out, I don't know if I could sit there and go that far at that point. Because, I mean, I've seen situations where, um, like, everybody knows uh, that one set of grandma and granddad who've been separated for them 20 plus years. But granddad was still actively involved in their, uh, like their kid's life and stuff like that. Like, I mean, that right. happened with my granddad. Like, him and my grandma been separated and stuff like that. They ain't stopping from being around for my mom and stuff like that and being around for us. I can't go that far and say that. Um, 
maybe uh, when they did that, I could say things like it uh, forced like families because they had no choice of you taking away that income, forcing be more reliant on welfare and things like that. But I mean, but black guy to not stand behind a black woman like the lack of support we're giving y'all now. I think that's unacceptable. Right. Like uh, somebody yeah. citing the historical thing, I feel like if I hear a guy saying that, I'm like, it's an excuse because your ass here right now, like you can't change. It. <laughs> <laughs> like history for why they not trying to be in the supporting black women or their families or anything like that. They're like, I'm only doing this because the white man did this to me. Blah 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 blah. blah. Like uh, I feel like uh, that in that point. That's it. Are men going around saying that? Like I haven't heard that. It- from people but like, are we really using that like, as an excuse i mean that's i don't know like I, if i hear somebody say that like i wouldn't i wouldn't i haven't heard anybody say that personally but i wouldn't stand behind that oh. but given like it's certain things like um with history it does have effects that trinkle down and everything like that but some dudes, let's just admit it. Like some dudes, just okay with ain't being shit. Like they okay, yeah. like uh, mm-hmm. they really okay with it. So right. yeah, no, with the historical arguments for that, like I think it could go to a bunch of other reasons and things affecting the black community and the black family and stuff. But it's a lot of dudes we know, like I know personally, it's just they just don't give a damn, and they ain't citing historical reasons for it either. They just like I ain't sitting there taking care of her, or I ain't supporting her, or. This girl was a B to me, so I ain't gonna sit there and support her and her cause or anything that might affect her. It's just, it's just wild. Mm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm sure y'all. We might have to have another conversation because, bro, we're, there's so many things we could talk about. It'd be them be the same niggas who be laying on her fucking couch with no goddamn job, who ain't doing shit, ain't paying rent, ain't even buying no goddamn groceries. Like, don't even watch the kids don't. who may or may not be his, but like, nigga, what? Yeah, he needs something. He he, he got to protect his ego. He got to protect his ego. That's all he has. He ain't got shit else. Uh, 2K. On whose internet? Right. <laughs> Who bought you that? <laughs> he got 2K at that point. So, yeah. That epi- When you come back, your episode is going to be called The Black, the Black Man. Man. <laughs> 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 we be having these conversations with my friends and stuff like that. It's some things. It's some things we say. And we have some questions for black women, but we never ask. And we'll be happy to answer Ooh, them. Yeah, I would. Right. We have black women. Yeah, we're going to do this again. Yeah, we, we be a little confused. We be a little confused just this moment. <laughs> yes, I think both sides have questions. Yes, <laughs> you right. Yes. That's for sure. Oh. Anything else, guys? Yeah. We... No, I no, think no, that's everything. Thanks so much. And then some. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for your insight. <laughs> no problem at all. I hope it was helpful, guys. It was. For sure. Was yes. Helpful. All right, guys. So until next time, all y'all have y'all a little blessed one now. <laughs> Thanks, you too. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. Bye. Justin, before you go, do you want to give like a where your where our listeners can like connect with you or listen to you? Well, you know, reach out to you if they have any. Yeah. Um, do you want to give like a tag? If on the you way all out? have any questions, uh, primarily we do family law and real estate law. My law office is called Montgomery and Hart. We have two offices, one in Ballantyne, which is Charlotte, and then another branch in Sumter, South Carolina, which is the hometown. If you do have any questions in larger because I'm slowly moving down to Sumter. So anybody have any questions or 
if you just want to have a console or have a legal question, you can reach us at montgomeryandheart.com. We have a contact us box. You just type in your legal question there and really be as thorough as possible. And if I can respond to it in that portal, I'll get you your answer back. If you uh, want to have a schedule of phone call, consultations are always free, but please do go to montgomeryandheart.com and click on the contact bus box. Do not blow our phone up. Ask <laughs> <laughs> box is there for you all to ask whatever questions you need. It's confidential, but do not blow our phone up asking us like, hey, I need to talk to you now, now, now. Just post it there, but that's about it there. That's about it. Cool. All right, guys. Y'all take it easy now. You too, darling. Thank you so much. You too. Bye. (sighs) Damn, that was good. Two, three, four, whining with wine. Tell me your grievances. Whining with wine. There's what is on your mind. Tell me what's on your mind. I don't know what to say, so one of y'all got to go first. Lord Jesus, child. I'm sorry. You I sing I the song be... every week. You know it's your cute. And you, okay, you right, never right. have nothing to whine about? Uh, well, because I feel like my whine <laughs> was about abortion. Like, this is some baby back bullshit, bro. I just don't understand. Like, he gave some great insight. But I just don't understand why any any old white man, Caucasian man, black man, any fucking body with a penis is worried about what I do with my vagina. Just go on somewhere, bruh. Go on somewhere. I got enough shit to think about, enough shit to do. I'm actually quite as safe as I possibly can be with it. I, I'm on the control for a reason mm-hmm. because I am literally scared to have an abortion. I've heard what it is. I've heard what it does to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I would recover from that. Just like I wouldn't know how to recover from a miscarriage. But one one of those is in my control. Right. One of them is not. So I just, you know, I don't, I don't understand. I'm not on the control, but this makes me want to get on it just so I don't have to be put in that position. And see, that's where we're forced to do things that right. we still don't want to do. I don't want to be on birth control because I've heard the horror right. stories of what it does to your body long term. Right. But that is no longer my choice. I have to consider what contraceptions am I going to continue to and use? See, that sucks because I want, I want to get the fuck off because I'm same boat. Mm-hmm. I've been on it for so long, y'all. I've been on this shit for like a decade on and off. And I hadn't gone long without having it. And I mm. I love it and I hate it. I don't I don't know what it's really truly doing to my body. I have no fucking idea with the exception of making my periods lighter, making them more, you know, regular. But I've been on this shit since I was like 19. It's just <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna do to me. I'm scared I, I can't get a pill kid, just honestly. Can we get can we get a pill just for uh Making this period, <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, facts. Put me up as a test subject. <laughs> Just put me in the final round. I don't want to be the test subject. <laughs> Not the final round. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I'm just gonna whine about the fact that um, I. I'm not going to go anywhere because I wouldn't know where to go, but I just, I, it makes me sad. It's part of the reason I feel like a lot of young people are not involved in politics and shit because we live in one of the most hypocritical countries in the world. It's, it's legitimately disgusting. Every time I think about how backwards it is and how people who claim they're such high, high standing Americans talk out of both sides of their fucking neck 
on a daily goddamn basis. And they're so insane, so goddamn delusional and dysfunctional that they truly believe the bullshit that spews out of their mouth. And I just, I can't get with it. And it's getting scary and scary to live here every fucking day. Why would I want to bring a child into this world? (laughs) Why do you really believe I want to purposefully get pregnant and bring a child that I would love harder than the moon stars and grass on uh, that I walk on into this god awful place? Because I don't want to. I'm truly scared to be pregnant and and have a kid. I would have been scared to have a kid when we had the formula shortage. Like kids, right. the babies can have like acid reflux as a result of being on the wrong formula. Mm-hmm. So as a mom, like I had to witness a friend, her child was having that issue. And literally she would have to be up during the night while the baby slept because when the baby's choking, they can't turn mm-hmm. over yeah. and fix oh the God. issue. So they're literally choking in their sleep and turning blue. So, oh my God, like that's a whole nother situation that we had to yeah. face. But you're telling me I still have to have this kid. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's mentally yeah. stressful to be a black woman. It be a, To be a woman, period, but to be yeah. a black woman. Yeah. Like, we have so much to stress about from day to day. And it's easy for people to be like, don't worry about it. Everything's going to work out. Or, you know, don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. But, no, every decision I make today could affect, you know, how my life turns for the next right. 10 years. Absolutely. Yeah. And the, the shame, the bad part is that we carry it, the weight so well. That nobody ever knows that we're so just annoying. annoying and we're hurting. Like we've learned mm-hmm. how to mask like everything and to stay strong, become that strong black woman for your kid, for your spouse, for your family, for society, for work. Shit. Like you just yeah. gotta you just gotta <laughs> just put that mask on, keep it going, not knowing that you just hurting yeah. yourself in the process. It's the work for me. Like I be so, I don't. I be quick to call out, <laughs> but it's because I'm not that strong black woman. Like I'm not the one that's you know able to manage all of the things that could be expected of me to manage. I need my me time. I need my self care. And now that I'm starting to like value that and give myself that. I'm also on the flip side judging myself and trying to like imagine how people are feeling about what I'm deciding to do, but I need it. Like I'm not, I'm, I can't. I yeah. Can't. For real. <laughs> At the end of the day, I can't, you have to tell yourself, I am not that strong black person. I am not yeah. this person that's going to have it together all mm-hmm. the time. All right. I'm learning I'm how say that. not to be that because I am that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta snatch that mask yeah, right the fuck off some yeah. days, honey. I can't the push mask, through. Girl, no the push mask through over is here. still on. It, it was, it was, I don't know. I'm learning. I'm cracking it. It's cracked. But okay, yeah. but, <laughs> but the shit is still on. You'd be like, girl, what's wrong with your mask? I'd be like, no. nothing. Putting the glue back on. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got half a face. I got half a face, depending on what day you catch me. Depend on that'll determine what side you see. I feel Mm-mm. like I'm. A, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's because I had it on for so long, being a teacher, and I had like my children to like you know pet me back up, especially on those days I fucking want to be there. They would just say something. One yeah. one one good foolish comment out of a child's mouth. I was good for the day, but <laughs> but here like dealing with adults strictly. <laughs> Bitch, I'm I'm not sitting here. I have been moving to another side of the office for weeks now. I don't fucking want to be there. 
Every Monday is a struggle. Tuesday gets a little better. And by Wednesday, I'm so goddamn ready for for Thursday. And the fact that we get to go home and work from home (laughs) on Friday, like, I don't want to look at any of you. I don't want to talk to you. Don't walk over here. There's nothing to talk about. My weekend was fucking great. I didn't talk to people. And I don't want to fucking talk now. And that sounds ugly, but I don't know what it is. I just can't. So my shit's chipped off because I have to remember not to be a bitch at work. (laughs) Some days. And, and and I mean, they don't even do nothing to me, y'all. I mean, I'm really just in a fucking mood. It's like hormones all the time. <laughs> like, I really am just not feeling it today. And like, you know, y'all, y'all know, you, you can tell by my face, every thought. Mm-hmm. They haven't learned. Oh, they learned it. They, they learned it super fucking yet. quick. Oh, okay. They were like, you okay? I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'm just, it's just one of them days. I just, I love you. I don't want to be here though. Oh. This this coming from home and coming back, it's just a whole thing. It's just poking my... I just can't. I just can't. Yeah, that leads to my wine of the week. Antidepressants. Like, do not get off track, okay? Because I had one hell of a week last week. I realized that I didn't take it, and I can't remember the last time I took it. But when I say everything was irritating me, the sun was irritating me, going to work was irritating me, like, everything was just... I had to go away. Luckily, I had a weekend plan and I was able to go away. So it just timed perfectly for me to kind of rest and reset. I wasn't sleeping well. And that's one of the yeah. ish, one of the results of, you know, coming off your meds. So if you're on antidepressants and you, you know, for some reason, get busy in life and you stop taking it or you feel like you're okay. Oh, I don't need Mm-mm. these anymore. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Keep taking the medicine because that's the reason that you feel better. Because I promise you, when you get off of it and your body goes through withdrawals, it Mm -hmm. is hell on ice. Like, And the only way you can get out of it is to get back on the medicine. But, of course, it takes a couple of weeks to get back in your system. So you have to be gracious with yourself as you go through that process. But then if you're on the medications, you have to recognize the change in your behavior and how you respond to stuff. Because otherwise... It could have been ugly, like with communication with people or, you know, just things can change drastically because you're not yourself. But if you're not aware of what's happening, you know, it could be really ugly. So I'm happy that I was able to, like, pay attention mm-hmm. to that and do what I needed to do. So hopefully this week coming will be better. Yeah. But Girl, yeah, I'm a bitch. Like the very thing you need is the very thing you can't go without once you get it. So you have to go to your physician to get right. weaned off of oh. it. I, I'm going to need for you to set an alarm. <laughs> so, like you said, not the pharmacist coming to for jump real. down my throat. An alarm, like the birth control, an alarm for your meds because it's important for you to doggone. Take Put those. them in a place where you get ready or something. That's what I had to do with my mm. control. Like, And I hate going on vacation. That's, that'd be the time I fuck around and forget that I said take that bitch because it's still in my toiletry bag. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I get, that's my issue. I get to the point where I feel good and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm good. And you just forget yeah. to take it. But no, you got to take it. You got to yeah. take it. Set that alarm. Um, I'm glad you remembered and yes. hopefully you're feeling better. Yeah, for real. Cause mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wanda. Oh Lord. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what happened? I, I feel like no, y'all talked about it. Like, oh, she said, okay. oh, Lord. I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you, why are you calling on Jesus like that? <laughs> oh, God. These I'm are scared for whatever this is. No, it's just nothing. These are just trying times for the Jawanda mind and body and soul. It's just, apparently, I'm just going through a time of transition in my whole life, and it's just, it's weighing on me. So. Yeah, so I'm just trying to get my life together. Just trying to, you know. The is that does that involve like letting go of an old version of you that you're trying Girl, to? I don't know what to? I don't know, or what just so involving? many pieces moving at the same time. I don't you know. Could, oh, okay, got it, girl. <laughs> Piece of me over here, the new piece over here, the piece that's in oh, it's coming in the mail, the other piece. Like it's just <laughs> not coming in the mail. Bruh, it's just all aspects of life. Like things are changing, and I'm just getting a little overwhelmed. And I'm just like, what the hell is happening? Did I ask for all of this? Like, why is this happening for me? Yeah, that was gonna be my other question. Like, are these the things that you once wanted Prayed for anything? What did you pray for? What you pray for? I don't know. Anything? Okay. <laughs> Well, we gonna have to start writing our prayers down, honey, because you know, you know how you mess around and you f around and find out, because you ask Jesus for something if you want to, right? Because I made sure not to ask for nothing this year. Y'all be asking for grace. Y'all be asking for all this. Other- I asked for nothing this year. I said I was good. We good. <laughs> you said we asked for what? Asked for grace. You know how you ask for grace, ask for discernment. You know people ask for random sure, things. Sure, oh sure, yeah, yeah, I got to have me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah have, a lot of people mm-hmm. ask right, for right, that right. stuff. This year, I said nothing. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't trying to do nothing. And that's that's the problem. But it don't matter. Maybe he said, "Well, I'm gonna throw some things at you till you get till you, till you come back and call on me because <laughs> <laughs> I ain't heard from you in a while. Brad, you had like you real indecisive, so let me throw a few things at you. See how I can help." At mm-hmm. the beginning of the year, I told him, "I'm good, Lord." I'm good. Which you okay, got then you ready so for everything. Well, That's what that no, was. No, I'm good. My plate is full. I got enough in my to-go plate from the cookout that I don't, you don't need to add nothing else. I don't need no cake. I don't need any other fruit punch. I got some fruit punch at home. I'm good. But here we go. He said, let me shower you with abundance. Bruh, things are just changing. And I just realized, like, I guess it just started to come to together to me right now, but things have been changing for like a year, a year and a half now. Like, yeah, but I've been so on the go. I've been so let me work these hours. I've been so this, that just trying to get shit done that I didn't realize that, Oh, this ain't, this wasn't like this before. Mm-mm. You've had a whirlwind year, sweetheart. I'm I mean, just, you had, you got a house. There was a whole marriage. You got a whole fucking right. married. That's yeah. married. Bought a car. Right. Yes. Bought a house. Yeah, amazing. Started a podcast all in the year. Right. Like, and now why are you going back to school? And then that. And then there's that hey. too. <laughs> well, she had been said she was going to go back. I know. I think she'll find pleasure in it, but still, you know, it's just not my fault. I mean, I, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of where I'm at. Like, I'm, I'm comfortable, but I'm not happy that I'm there because it's not really challenging me. It's not really making me... This is like a, I'm at like a it's retirement a part, like, you know, like I'm just mm-hmm. there. You're, what you the park hell? here when you just coasting and trying when the start market comes back up so you can just say, okay, I'm going to retire. And I'm just not ready. You and these damn analysis. But it. that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's where I'm at. That's literally where I'm at. That's really what my career it's is. It's a rest right stop. 
on the road trip. This is a rest stop right yeah. here. She re- the I Wawa. feel like it's a rest stop that you weren't prepared for. And that's what's bothering you. You feel like it was going to be like, <laughs> and it's kind of like, <laughs> and you've parked. Yeah. No, I mean, as far as my job, that's what it is. It's not, it's no longer challenging because I know, uh, I don't know everything about my job, but if you were to put me in the building by myself or with two other people, like I would know what to do. And it's just, there's no challenge. It's the same thing every day. That's why I like to work at different stations mm. every day because it's not repetitive. But now I just feel yeah. like I need to do something else. We need to go. Yeah, you think you think the career and your happiness with your career is the base of no. everything so else? So I'm just, I've probably mentioned it before, but I'm just on this journey of trying to find my purpose in life. And yeah. so yeah. I haven't found that yet. And it kind of, I envy other people who know like, oh, as soon as they get out of high school, I'm going to become... A, a OBGYN and I'm going to save all these women and their babies and blah blah blah, blah. and here I am I'm just like mm, I guess I want to be a pharmacist <laughs> hey man I mean <laughs> bitch you went to school hold on hold the fuck <laughs> up you went to school for four years and accumulated mm-hmm. all this debt and you that wasn't I thought that was your like dream to be a pharmacist or you went after it because you knew it would set you up for a successful life no I I knew I wanted to do something in the medical field, but I also knew I didn't want to be a doctor. I didn't want to be a nurse. So I just, that's the only other thing that I can think of where I could just help people, but not have to help people face to face. You know what I mean? Because y'all know I don't like people. Right. Yeah. So I can just give you drugs and go on by my day. And I'm I'm fine with that. And once I got to pharmacy school, I realized I could have went to other. I could have been an ophthalmologist. I could have just looked in these people's eyes. What can you give me this line and go on about my day? But you know, nah, you know, the Lord had other plans yeah, for me. I hear that they aren't happy because I definitely, if I didn't get in the pharmacy school that year that I applied, I was about to go to school for counseling. Mm. But mm. God they said, like psychiatrist. Yep, God said, oh. nope, you are not to be that. You are to be this. And this is where we're going to put you. So I'm in hope that me getting this degree is going to help me figure out right. my purpose in life. So mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm at. I just feel unfulfilled in everything because I did all of these things for the past year, year and a half, and I still don't feel full. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely yeah. know word. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel accomplished. So. <laughs> like, I, I did that. We did that. We got that off the sure. list. But I don't feel full. So yeah. I, there's something missing. Yeah. And I'm just trying to figure that out. Yeah. And the fucked up part about it is like nobody else no. can give you that. You have to figure it out yeah. for yourself. It can't, a piece of cake might make you happy for the moment. Band-Aid. But like, it is not, yeah, it's it's just not going to fulfill mm-hmm. you long term. And then my therapist was like, oh, some people don't figure out their uh, purpose in life till their 40s and 50s. I said, uh-uh, we not uh, doing excuse that. Excuse me. I said we not. Yeah, right. I said I'm not waiting that long. I'm up here. I'm in my 30s now, and I'm trying to figure out my life. You want me to wander for almost right. 20 more years, girl? Bye. We ain't doing that. <laughs> what am I supposed to do in the meantime? She to, <laughs> right. She was trying to travel, travel, ma'am. Make listen, if I could just be rich, if I could just have money and do what I wanted to do, I wouldn't have to find a fucking purpose because my purpose in life would be to have fun. And that would be fun for me. <laughs> and then I could do some volunteer work and I could meet new people when I travel with the money that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel it's, you. I, I know. Yeah. No one can get, no one right. Absolutely right. Nobody no one can, can tell give you, what you that. Is. That's what, that's what kills you. You gotta, 
you have to discover that on your own. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to take you that long, but I do believe that there was a, there were good things that came out of all the different paths that you have taken, mm-hmm. all the decisions that you have made. I believe that they're there for a reason. And I hope that they um, fuel you towards your purpose. And I really do hope that this next degree um, really like catapults you where you want and need to be. Yeah. I just, I'm hoping everything else is just prerequisite. You didn't realize that you had to sign up for it to get to there. Right. Okay. You know, (laughs) that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just, it's just like, like my sister, like she knew, like she was going to go to USC for business. And then at the last minute, like things happened with my grandma's health and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna be a nurse. And then like, oh, she got her nursing degree and she was like, mm, I'm going to get my nurse practitioner. And she got her nurse practitioner and she's been doing this for years. Like she's been a nurse Damn. practitioner for probably almost 15, 20 years. And I'm just like, mm, this girl knew what she was going to do and she went for it and she like, yeah. Yeah, so I I know I'm not supposed to look at other people's and compare my life to other people's. Okay, because I was about <laughs> no, no, don't I'm coming. Coming. I'm I saw coming. your face. Your head was sideways. I know what mm-hmm. that means. But I'm go just, ahead. I'm but coming. I'm just go ahead. You know that. I mean, we all take a look at other people's lives and compare them. But oh, that doesn't God, yeah. that doesn't mean like I feel like why this person it happens this way for them and not for me. I'm just like, well, damn, like they got it. And it seems like it's taking me long. It just makes me frustrated. And don't make me envious that that happened. It just gets... Yeah. yeah it just makes up. me frustrated yeah, I, that this is happening. And it's just a longer process for me because I am ready. Yeah. I don't want to go back to fucking school like at all. But I do feel like this situation would give me what I need to be able to be a heads up. I would... Two things. So... The first, let me try down the second one so I don't forget. <laughs> like last time. <laughs> I love it. Right. Do other things. Okay. Da, 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 da. Um, the first thing is like self-comparison. That was an issue with me and feeling like I wasn't well as accomplished as I should have been at 30. Mm-hmm. And through therapy, I've learned like you cannot measure up to somebody else's situation because if you fully knew the details of the situation and everything they had to go through to get where they are would you really want to be in their shoes no no so i feel like when you stop looking at other people's journey and putting yours comparing yourself to them you're able to thoroughly enjoy your journey of getting where you want to go and most recently i caught myself kind of being like sad where in year in the last five years i've been so pressed trying to get to where i am now that I should have just coasted and thoroughly enjoyed where I was back then, you know, Mm -hmm. because now I'm being stretched. Now I'm having to do the things that are required for me to have the things that I want to have that I've been praying for. And now that I'm having, I was like, damn, I remember the days on Saturdays I could look at the TV all day and didn't have to do shit. That's not, that's no longer a thing. (laughs) So even though we want to be in this other place, we got to realize that maybe there's something that we have to develop and learn right Mm -hmm. now. So that we'll be better positioned to receive whatever it is that we want. But the other thing that I was going to say to you about pharmacy, like even though your actual like nine to five may not satisfy what you want, why not? You love content creation. Like why not find a way to embody the two so that you have something outside of the nine to five, but you're still growing and, you know, like benefiting from the things that you already do. Yeah. I don't think I love pharmacy that much to be able to create content about it. 
Okay. <laughs> that was an idea, though. That was a good idea. I do. I mean, really yeah, like- I, yeah, because I'm like, you have people, because that you never know. Let's say you don't, you say you don't love pharmacy enough to do content, but let's say you create content, it gets you in the face of somebody that could open up the door for you to get to where you want to be. You never know where where it's going to take you, but you just like, hey, I'm going to throw this out there. Let's see, you I'm know, you got to get, you got to network. You never know where, you might end up moving to Tampa too, because you met somebody on Instagram that got a job opening and they need, they was like, yo, this girl is dope. She's let's a be Floridians She's a black together. Young pharmacist. Let's move her yeah. to Florida. You know, I'm they're, just saying. They're not, they're not selling. You never know what might happen. Florida. No, sadly, it's not. It's not legal here yet, but I know it'll be a thing soon. Okay, we got well, this, this, go to up, Vegas, do you think man. it's gonna become a thing? I, I, really I would love think for it to become a thing. Florida is I, so conservative. Florida. I think it's so conservative that they won't allow that. So that's why I don't feel like it would ever become a thing there. Just like I don't feel like no. it ever will become a thing in South Carolina, North Carolina. Oh no! But never. But no, like Virginia, yeah. That's when you becoming more closer to the north is a thing in D.C., Maryland. Like it, I don't think in the South it's gonna be really become a thing, it's and not until late in the well, game. You just go to Ve- go to Vegas, then, so we we'll have a reason. But that's like, <laughs> so that's funny because going over there to the, Arizona, the girl um that I convinced to do the program with me. She was like, I hope this works out for us. And she's like, then we can move to Vegas and open our dispensary. And I'm just like, bitch, don't play with me. Bingo. See now there and there where I believe Monique, you had a very excellent point. I think you'll be able to merge together your pharmacology knowledge and weed knowledge. And that bitch, (laughs) that bitch, that's content (laughs) off, off rip bitch. Period. That's a whole playlist on TikTok. On, you can have a whole page for Instagram for that. Like, let me tell you how to alleviate these pains. Let me tell you what strain you need for this. Oh, have you seen this new strain with all this, that, and the third? Bitch, please. If you get somewhere and it's legal and you're not breaking no laws, as you know, with your pharmacy license to be able to create that content, honey bun, please stop playing. I'm not, I mean, in the future, probably. But as of right now, as for me as right now, no. right I mean, now, a- there's nothing that I want to tell these people about me putting these pills in packets and that are in 30 day rolls and shipping them out. Like I <laughs> you know so many things, though. <laughs> there's nothing interesting about that. You nothing? know what the most exciting, but the most exciting thing I do in my day is when them. we find random pills and we guess which one it is. What pill you think it is? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What does it look like? <laughs> <laughs> this is a little blue pill. This must you be can, bad. You can. St- oh my gosh, friend! You gotta open the mind. You can start from the whole journey of you applying. Like you have a we, whole audience. I'm not saying in. I'm not gonna do that, but I'm just saying right now where I'm at right now, right now, like right now, like where I just came <laughs> from two <laughs> hours ago, two and a half hours ago. The the place I just left two and a half hours ago. No. But I'm hoping that oh, once Lord. school start, I'll be able to find something. My my concern is being able to juggle everything because I'm nervous about that. So that's when my my fucking therapist said, "I had a schedule. Get a schedule with a time <laughs> in it so you can time account for every hour of the day." So I bought my schedule yeah. that has the times that start at seven thirty. So Ooh. once I figure out how the school schedule thing is gonna work out. In August, I'm going to start writing that fucking journal about what I'm going to have, my time, my schedule, whatever, because mm-hmm. I, I'm just a little nervous about that. But she was just like, 
Right, a schedule. So I'm doing that. Be sure to plan time of doing nothing to your reward time so that you have something to look forward to, too, whether that's you and EJ going on a date, <laughs> going on a staycation yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to make sure I do that. I also, like, I read a book about being, like, self-sabotaging yourself. That book read me oh, the yeah. filth, for sure. It was, it was, like, one of the reasons why you procrastinate is because you don't want to do bad, do a bad job. So you just don't do anything at all. And I was like, oh. Right. This is me. You don't want to fail. Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> fail. So you just say, oh, I'll do it later. You keep putting it off because you don't want to do a bad job. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is me. This is my yeah. life. Yeah, like, yeah, period. That's everyone's goddamn life. I feel like who does that? I just, the fear of failure is mm, crippling. Mm, God damn it, it's so crippling. Mm, yeah. <sighs> and there, that's when you go comparing your life to other people. They'd be like, ooh, that looked like you got that so easy. Can't help it. Meanwhile, I'm over here it. on mm. this grind again, trying to trying to get this done for the 15th time. And you got it on the first try. And you'd be like, bitch, like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> You think, think it's the first try. You but think yes, it's the first try, you think bro. It's the first try, and you thought you think it's easy for them, but it really wasn't. As far as you know, they got they had to pay yeah. for everything, and you got a fucking grant. Like you, you like you know, it's just seriously though. Yeah. So gotta get out of that yeah. mindset. It's, mm. I gotta create that habit. I don't know how. I'm, I don't know how we're gonna do that. We're yeah. gonna get there though. It's Affirm- gonna be all right. But you yeah. know what? How she gets me? Have you been doing your affirmations? Yes. So that's how we. <laughs> Everything you say about her is an annoyance. <laughs> you like the way you change your voice. You know what this bitch said to me today? <laughs> the one you paid to right, tell you this Right, because I need to hear it. We need to hear it. We need to talk about it. But it's just like, you know, you need you pay somebody to read you is basically what you do. You yeah. To yeah. Just mm-hmm. Read mm-hmm. you and break you down to yeah. just build you back up. I'm That's just why saying. I need for you to go ahead and start crying. I need for you to get in the mental space to let go and let God. Every time you step in that fucking room, bitch, you need to figure out where the fuck the tissues are. Grab that box and put them next to you. I just started really crying around my husband. Like, that's just really just start being a thing. Girl, like, how comes to say, get off the mic. Just get, cut the damn get, mic off. Goodbye. <laughs> Man, like, I understand trying to be strong, but this this is I, a new type of strong. This is a new type. I can't not, like, I don't like crying in front of anybody, but you know I will. Like, I will, damn it. I cry yeah. at Disney movies, though. So I'm, I'm not a good, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a good example. Just never yeah. mind. Excuse yourself on this example. <laughs> never mind. I just thought about it. I was like. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm still, just not, so. it was just not that person. I remember one time me and EJ had like couples therapy and then like I cried after the therapy and he was just like, why are you crying? And I was just like, I don't even know. But I didn't want to take the time to process while I was crying. I was like, oh, I got to get up. I got to do this. He was like, no, we're going to sit here. <laughs> we're going to process this because you're crying for a reason. I'm just like. I really don't want to process this right now. I just need to do something else. And he's like, nah. No. We need to stop distracting yourself. <laughs> we need to process it. So I'm just I'm I'm learning how to unlearn things that I've learned growing up. Mm-hmm. So right. one of those things is that I'm learning how to be more affectionate. So And yeah. And that's a good thing. I mean mm. but listen, it's it's a good thing. And it, and it may not be that you're all swoony like he is. You may not ever get there, and that's okay too. But it's some growth, and considering y'all's love languages, like we talked about, like 
You know he liked that that ooey gooey shit. I like that ooey gooey shit. Yeah, not ooey gooey. Oh, I love that shit. Ooey gooey, bitch. Yeah, I love that shit. I like to be all I know. Mm, caressed and chocolate chip cookie with the yeah, salt honey. Inside. Yeah, bitch. Mm, Absolutely. Oh, the spark Meyer, honey. <laughs> the Heating up that chewy ch- chips ahoy. Get out of here, my lord. Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's a good thing. It's pro- it's yeah. progress. So the fact that you're crying it all in front of people. And that he's making you figure out how to process that shit. That's great. You got to let it go. Because, honey, when you get comfortable with it, you going to be a motherfucking waterfall. I need you to go ahead and get your eye patches ready and drink you some water so you can fill it back in. You mess around and have a headache the next day. Get you some some of them good old uh, redness relief uh, eye drops. You're going to be great. All right. That's Mm. what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for some ways to express how I feel in addition to uh, I guess expressing physically and verbally because yeah. sometimes I have to think about what I'm going to say because what I'm going to say it don't sound nice so I have to, I have to think about it <laughs> you just preface it by saying listen I try to think about how to say this without being a bitch but I couldn't do it <laughs> so it's going to come out tell me how I can word this better and then let it go because I have to do that with Chris. I'm like, I, I don't know how to say this without being a bitch about it. I really don't. I don't know how to sugarcoat this shit. So here it is. Here's this question. I'm not accusing you of anything, but here's this question. Because I'm truly fucking confused. Facts. Insert hateful question. <laughs> <laughs> Times will get better. Yeah. They will. We can only hope. We are pressing towards the mark. Yes, Lord. I can't believe you've been whole married for almost a year, though. That's wild as fuck. Uh, yes. <gasps> like, what? Two months? It'll be a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it has been Sounds about right. Yeah, literally. Two months from tomorrow. Yeah. Oof. Hot, hot diggity damn. Yeah, thanks guys for coming. If y'all have, uh, you can always follow us on social media, Instagram, um, an established podcast. We got Facebook. It's like a fan page. Y'all can go ahead and like that. Um, I'm not gonna mention another thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, email us. Rock, just rock with us on Instagram, right, yes, please. Yes, for now. Um, oh boy. <clears throat> uh, you can hit hit us up in our inbox. You can um, send us an email, unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. If the ladies don't have anything else to add to the conversation, Mm-mm. Mo can go ahead and take us out. Cheers. 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 Bro, I should have talked about how my fucking nail tech. He did not do it. I don't know if it's because I've been like doing some stuff with my hands and it just was like. My nails didn't just stay how they should, but bruh, I got an appointment for tomorrow. They lift and broke. Listen, I think he fucking them up on purpose to make you come back. No, but because yeah, last he, time I did a whole month. I went a whole month and I was good. I only went because it was growing out. Mm-hmm. So he needs a good talking to. This is some bullshit. Bruh, let's talk about how I saw him with a Cartier bracelet and a Cartier wedding ring on his hand. And I'm just like, bro, how much are you getting fucking paid here? I don't think because I, I need a job. He, he, <laughs> I am convinced he either owns the place. And you no, just don't know he it. doesn't. He doesn't own the, the place. Fuck? So if he doesn't own the place 
and he making he driving his Escalade with his bracelet Cartier on. Then that means the people who own the place they making. You sure he mm. bought that shit? He not have a sugar mama, a sugar daddy. Well, he is married to a pharmacist, but that don't mean nothing. Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week, and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.